Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. Movie review. Ah, okay. And um, let me just say something. This movie is from Asylum Entertainment. We all know Asylum Entertainment for ripping off other movies. Most of it is bad. Some of them, they are good. This is one of the good ones. And um, don't listen to the fucking haters. I don't care what the haters say. I like this movie. It's Halloween night. Let me just show you the cover. See? And the back part. And right there. This review was a little bit pricey only because it was hard for me to get, though. I don't know why. I guess they wasn't making it no more. And, um, yeah, this is actually part one out of two of my review because next week another Halloween night is coming out on DVD, which is a different plot line, by the way, but a horror it also. So let's consider this as first part of my review, and next week will be the second part once the DVD comes in. You know? Um, the special features, deleted scenes, making a featurette, bloopers, real trailers, and they're all worth the time and energy to watch, by the way. Um, Halloween Night Day was based on a true story, right? And um, it was based on a true story because of the guy's experience of throwing a party in real life and how he plays certain things in his horror parties, like psychological or physical themes. And that's the real life story of his life. So he put some portions in this horror movie. Um, pretty much is like a ripoff, a little bit of Halloween, of the remake Halloween and a ripoff of Friday 13. You, you'll see how Jason like looks at the woman as his mother. You see a similar situation in this one. Um, the killer is about a guy named um, I think it was Charlie or Christopher, if I'm corrected. Let me drop this DVD now. It was, it was named Charlie or Christopher, and um, he saw his mom got disrespected and killed, and found that his father set the whole thing up. Father killed himself. Ten years later, he's in the hospital. Mental hospital similar to what Michael Myers, right? So that's how you get the Halloween ripoff part of it, you know. But um, all in all, when he was a kid, the pipe burned his face, so the so the killer got like a burned up face, you know. And um, it kills ten years later. He escaped from the mental asylum. He killed a couple of people, steal this guy's costume, and he goes on a killing spree. Of course, the scenario is take a wild guess. I can use like a lot of horror slasher movies. It takes place while a bunch of young people throwing a party, a Halloween party, of course, and the killer comes in and starts killing people one by one, or two by one, or whatever. But um, all in all, I don't care what the haters say, fuck the haters. I did enjoy this movie. Don't be fooled. This movie was very enjoyable. It was a fun movie. Um, the kill scenes are simple, you know, but either, either way, it was enjoyable. There's nudity involved for you guys. Of course, I usually say this a lot of my reviews. Yes, tits and asses in this movie. And good, uh, nice kill scenes, you know. I, all in all, this movie was enjoyable. Get Halloween Night. And by the way, this is the 2006 version. Um, 
next week I'm gonna get another DVD sent by Amazon.com with the same title, but the story's different, but the journey is the same, it's a horror slasher. So get ready for next week, and I'll do another movie before that. I'm just talking about Halloween night, 2009, actually this movie was done, but got released this week, 2011. Um, Halloween night is actually what I found out from looking at a documentary from this movie. It's actually a remake to its original Halloween night from this director. He did like two parts, and what he did is, well, thanks to the world of cameras and technology and so on, and it's still, it is an independent movie anyway. Um, he put, it's like he put one or two of his original piece into this one movie, and he said it was like a half an hour movie, so he pretty much, really was a remake to what he puts in. Um, to be honest with you, I think of this independent horror movie, uh, and now remember, when you watch independent horror movies, you gotta think of it as an independent standpoint. You understand what I'm saying? But first, let me tell you what this movie is about. Uh, it's it's simple plot line, simple story, not too difficult. It's about this guy, this old dude. He gets picked on. He wants revenge, so he, he steals a heart at a medical research lab, and he builds a he got a scarecrow that he already built, but he did like black magic. He dabbles around with the black magic to make the heart like alive, like. And put the heart inside the scarecrow so the scarecrow come back to life and get so Harold can get his revenge against the people that picked on him. And the people that picked on him have a party and they get your killing spree going on. Okay. Um, the movie to me, as an independent horror standpoint, I did enjoy it. You know, it drags a bit, it's gonna drag, but that's okay. You know, I mean, a lot of the story keeps you interested and you find it entertaining in your own way. I find it entertaining, you know speaking for me and um the kill scenes simple kill scenes not too fancy but it was it gets priceless later to the end of the movie when i don't want to be able to i don't want to be able to spoil to the movie or nothing but it, you get some stop motion animation action going on and you know me i'm working on my stop motion and stuff and i'm trying to get into that now i'm trying to perfect it as much as possible but so this movie was kind of like an inspiration for the stop motion animation standpoint and that's that's where it gets to the end and you'll you see some stop motion action again I don't want to ruin it because it might take you away to the movie but the movie gets interested on that part but um I, I did enjoy this movie so I mean Halloween night this just got released this week check it out give it a chance you know meanwhile you can also check the one I just talked about in my update and also review the 2006 Halloween night which is not this Halloween night, again, let me just say for confusion, totally two different movies, totally two different directors, totally two different production. You know, this is from Asylum Entertainment. Pretty much it was like a lip of a Halloween, but it was also well done. Well, this is another different Halloween night, so this is just to avoid confusion. So, check that Halloween night out. This one I'm reviewing. Talk about another Asian martial arts movie. This is more like a children's fantasy movie, I would say. Um, in, in a tradition of, of um, never ending story, but it doesn't really come close to it, but still, it was enjoyable to watch. It's called um, Three Headed Monsters. Well, Three Headed Monsters should be called because there's only one Three Headed Monster in the fucking movie anyway. But besides that, um, it's about this young boy who goes on a quest to find a, find a 
the medicine for his mom so she could be cured because she was bitten by a zombie. We, um, he going on a quest to get the 1,000 year ginseng kin. Yes, a, a talking ginseng, seriously. And he gets kidnapped by this woman and a tribe of mutated demons for the devil kin. So he goes on a quest to stop the devil kin and save the um, ginseng kin so he can get the medicine to kill his mom. With, with the help of an old man and a little talking ginseng, another talking ginseng, and uh, and all of these two statuette gods that help him out also on this quest. So pretty much that's what the whole movie's about. But there are some there are martial arts scenes thanks to um I think her name is Moon Lee, who does a lot of martial arts scenes in the movie for the fight scenes for the three headed monster. If you like shitty movies and I mean if you really like shitty movies, check this out. I saw a movie called Cannibal Roller ba Babes. And trust me, I did not bought this DVD. I rented it on Netflix. So if you have a Netflix or Blockbuster, please rent this movie. Buy it if you want. Okay, this movie is just plain shitty and very misleading. You got a guy, he owns an island. He's supposed to be like this mad scientist type. He controls these hot women, and he and these hot women are known for eating human flesh. Now, they really don't show no blood or gore in it. One nudity scene. As you got these two guys, especially one of them, have to stop the mad scientist. You know, just to stop him. And he's in love with a girl. The end. The ending is shitty. Everything is just shitty about the movie. It's shitty. Shitty bad movie. Hey guys, what's up? It's Mega Whack Man. And today I'll be talking about the movie Stone Age Warriors. And um, this is actually a widescreen uncut edition. It is the uncut version of Stone Age Warriors. Which I'm looking forward to talking about this movie because I've been wanting to talk about this movie for a long, long, long time. After seeing clips from this movie, from a documentary, from a martial arts documentary. Anyway, um, this movie does have, um, believe it or not, the guy from the story of Ricky who played Ricky Ho. He's actually one of the characters in the movie. He plays one of the heroes. And the movie is about a missing person named Nakamoto. And you see him like an archaeologist trip to was New Guinea, and um, they got killed by these tribes, and and the missing reports fall out in the insurance company. Then you get to Hong Kong about the insurance company, as the female has to go investigate if this guy's really alive or, or dead, if he's really dead, you know, because she works for the insurance company, and she has no choice to investigate it. Um, she came across the guy's daughter, and what, and the woman. Most of the shows could pretended to be a pregnant woman to trick the lady, you know, to see if the guy's really dead, you know, if her father's really dead. And then she started making make some bullshit story to the lady, to the um, to the daughter. And then she said, "Oh, my father's really alive." He said, "Are you sure?" It's like, and then she wanted proof, so she went with the Nakamura's daughter to Indonesia to investigate the case about to find her father. Now. After that, they go to a, a village with the tour guide and came across this big battle with one, with one tribe against another rival tribe. And they, still have, and they still have to survive that little tribe. But still, one of the savior who lives in the village as a doctor, as a mission, and he's a missionary played by, well, the guy who played Ricky Ho from the story of Ricky, saved the two ladies. And then, you know, they, they, you got your story. It, it drags through the story, the interaction between the characters. 
and you got a lot of comedy elements between them and um, tribe, one of the tribe members. Um, it is like uncut, like, and not because of the, they still have blood, a little bit of going in it, but I think it's because of how, how the nudity of the tribes, like that actually showed the nudity of the tribes, you know, like the African tribes and, and um, like the Komodo dragon scene where they're eating the animals and stuff, like the flesh of an animal. So maybe that's why it's called, that's, maybe that's why it's really uncut. But besides that, you got the interaction with drags. But it was it was good. It was enjoyable. If you enjoy those Hong Kong action comedy elements from like the early '90s, then you know what what you're gonna get. You know what it is. So it's not really a big deal. I'm used to it. And um, then you get to the part when they finally found the ghost father, and then they realize they they stumble upon this other village, which is like a bunch of criminals running a drug trade. You know, like cocaine distributing drugs with this. She devil Hong Kong with this cheap, like not Hong Kong lady, maybe she devil Asian woman with one guy who's a dealer and her little army plus the cannibal tribe was helping them out. So they got captured by them, then they were on the run, trying to survive against the villains, and they got separated from the hero, from the guy and the two ladies, and then they got captured again, the two ladies, and when when the she devil I call the main, main villainess the she devil because she's like a she devil looking character, and she says she'll let one daughter go, and then the daughter's on the run against the guy one of the henchmen and uh, the guy from Ricky the guy who plays story Ricky save the lady again and they gotta go back to the village to save the father and the uh, other female, the show itself sales person, and they still have a, another martial arts fight scene with the henchmen and the tribes. And the, and the martial arts scenes actually were they were pretty good. I liked it, you know. And then they all were able to get into the helicopter and try and get out. And they try they got they got out alive pretty much. Just fast forward that part, they got out alive. And you get your end credit with the, with the bloopers and behind the scenes like. But all in all, um, I did enjoy Stone Age Warriors. I'm glad I waited this long to see it. I mean, really, I want to see it earlier, but I'm glad I was able to see it now. So yeah. You can check it. I got this one on eBay, so definitely pick it up. Um, I could have got it sooner, but I still didn't know the title of the movie. That was the thing. Now I did. Anyway, um, peace, and see you guys later.